You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 63 with Peter Kazanis. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Heart Food Podcast. Merry Christmas, by the way, if you celebrate Christmas, because uh, this episode comes out on Christmas Day. Um, we don't take breaks here <laughs> at um, doing the podcast because I really love putting out an episode every single week. And I hope that for the duration, you know, that this show lasts, that I will be consistent with that because I love it. And yeah, don't miss a week even on Christmas or on New Year's Day, which is going to be next Tuesday. Um, but I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode with my friend Peter. Um, he also goes by Coach Panos, which you can find him on Instagram at Coach Panos, um, because he has really changed my life when it, had, when it has come to strength training and really learning about the body and just doing cool stuff with strength. And I didn't, I never really thought, to be honest with you, that I'd be a person who cared about like the number on the bar or cared about getting stronger or really like I always cared about doing a pull-up, which I did um, a month ago or maybe like six weeks ago or something. But now I'm a person that cares about those things. And I'm a person that loves strength training that doesn't feel the same if I don't strength train, who trains while I travel. Um, I've just really ramped it up because I know now how my body works and I feel like I'm not really killing myself ever, which is sort of the um, narrative I think out there, like in order to do something of value, especially with your body, um, when it comes to exercise, uh, that it has to be super hard and it has to like kill you and make you sore. And that's not the case. To be honest with you, I started strength training in May, seriously, again, I've always strength trained, um, on and off for the past several years, but it's really only been in the last eight months that I've really um, increased my intensity, my frequency, learned about it more, cared about it more, and I have not felt like it's been uh, like a trudge. Is that the word? <laughs> I haven't felt like it's like sucked, even though it is uncomfortable and it does hurt, um, not in a painful way, but like I just push myself more. Um, and I really learned that 
strength training is really the way to get muscle. So I think sometimes as women, we want to lose fat. We idealize perhaps like a certain body type or something, which like whatever type of body you want is fine. Um, you know, I believe in body autonomy. So if you want to go on the quest to get a certain body, uh, it's totally fine. But when we think of like the, a woman's physique, what happens is that we build muscle underneath and that's under our fat layer, which we all have fat, um, at different levels, obviously, but we build a physique of muscle underneath. And then when we lose fat, that's what shows. So, uh, that's really why strength training is so important because in order to lose fat, in order to, um, get that look that we want. And then, which comes as a side effect, which, uh, Panos and I talk about in this episode, but in order to get that, you do need to strength train. And now I'm learning that like all those years that I spent doing other stuff like boot camps and yoga, which I still do. And I love, uh, but things that weren't just as effective as strength training that put as much stress on the body and good stress that activate the nervous system, that activate hormones to build muscle. Like there's this whole big process that, ha- that happens. Um, strength training is the most effective. So that's why I wanted Peter to come on to talk about this because he has really taught me this with his programming. Um, you guys heard Britt's episode, uh, who is my training partner. Uh, not anymore because sadly, uh, Peter and Britt are moving to Jacksonville in like two weeks, but, um, she did her episode and we talk about how we just have so much fun training and that we love it. And now I honestly feel super prepared to sort of go out on my own and following, I'll still follow Peter's programming, but I feel really comfortable uh, pushing myself in a way that I didn't before, before I had this. So I wanted him to come on to demystify this because from the, I talk about this in the episode because from the first moment that he coached me, I could tell that he was a good coach because he just did a couple things. Like he looked at me, do looked, watched me do a movement And within like five seconds, he added 20 pounds to one of my lifts, just like with little tweaks um, that he made just by looking at me for a second. And you can just tell that he's the type of person who is passionate about what he does, who knows so much about all of these things. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation with him, which is super value packed. There's so much stuff going on in here. We talk about um, how to structure your week. We talk about nutrition. We talk about how to not make it an obsessive thing. We talk about how to make it a lifestyle. We talk about like what actually happens in the body, how to get stronger, why strength is key in order to lose body fat. And It was just an amazing info-packed conversation, and I want to encourage you guys to, if you're interested in his programming, to subscribe to LiveWAD, which is his um, online continuity group where you can get his programming for a monthly rate, and then you can go to a gym or your, yeah, you can go to a gym or another facility and get the training done. So it's going to be live dash wad.com or you could find them at live underscore wad 
coachponos.com on Instagram or Coach Panos, like I said on Instagram, but he's going to be making LiveWad private. And I know at some point in the future, we're going to partner up to create something that is appealing to you guys, the ones who listen to the show, the ones who are in my programs. And I just can't wait to dive into this episode. Um, Really quick, I want to give you an update on the mastermind. We are filling up quickly. So if you want to uh, apply to my mastermind, the HeartBiz Mastermind, which begins on January 21st and runs through um, mid end of June. Um, be sure to apply. It's going to be, I'm going to ramp up the promo for it a little bit more at the beginning of the year and this coming week, just because it's Christmas now and I don't want to be really promoting that much stuff. But um, yeah, be sure to apply to it. It's six months. You get individual and group coaching, guest experts. You get uh, access to my network. And I want all of the women in the mastermind to triple their investment. That's my goal for them within the first year. To You can have an online or an in-person business, but the point is that we're going to grow your business. We're going to make money. We're going to hone our passion to do what you love, which is what I have done over the past few years. And it really only was until I invested in myself and I hired a business coach and really doubled down on making these things happen that things really started to change for me. So uh, the link to apply is in, I was going to, I feel like I'm on an Instagram story right now. It's in the show notes along with all of Panos's, um, programming that you will be able to sign up for. And also, I just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season. I hope that if this is a tough time for you, that you um, are able to, you know, stay strong and my heart goes out to you. And because I know that this isn't all, you know, sunshine and rainbows all the time on the holidays. And if you don't feel like being strong, that's okay too. Um, but I just want to let you know that I'm thinking of you, whatever you're going through, and I will talk to you guys next week with my new year's episode, which I'm going to be sort of reviewing 2018 and talking about my goals for 2019, which is going to be a big, 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 big year. Um, for me, tons of changes coming up in the first six months, which I haven't talked about all of them, but I will be talking about them slowly. So happy holidays. Love you guys. Hope you enjoy this episode and reach out to Peter if you want to work with him or if you want to sign up for his programming. Thank you so much for coming on my show today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you on and we've already been talking for a few minutes about this. Um, I met you probably eight months ago because I had ceramics with your wife um, in high school And we reconnected and she told me to come to your gym uh, that you had like um, had a partnership with here in Miami. And you had within like, I was just telling you within like five minutes of seeing me and seeing my body move, you had all of these tips and just things that I had never heard before, never seen before. And you really opened my eyes to like this new way of training and just being an incredible coach and, um, somebody who's so knowledgeable about this and you've also really changed my body completely like I was just telling you that I used to do hours of cardio the people on the podcast know this uh hours of cardio hours of yoga hours of bodybuilding never seeing the change that I'm having now and now I feel like I'm so happy with my eating 
Like I'm eating a lot. Right. I, my appetite is definitely stronger. Um, I feel like I'm having fun every day and I don't work out that much. Right. So that kind of blew my mind. So I wanted you to come on and sort of talk about why that's so important, why strength is important, because I feel like that's what I've really developed out of this. Like I got my first pull up, which was like a lifetime thing that I wanted to do, even though I never practiced it. I was just like, this something that I want to happen, um, without practicing. But, um, you're somebody that has such a unique and different approach. And I wanted you to talk to my women about why it's so important, how they can change their bodies and most importantly, how they can feel better and more empowered. So to start, why don't you tell us sort of how you got started doing this, what you do now, and how this has become your passion? Um, so, so I was always active. I always played sports. You know, we didn't have um, iPhones and we didn't have, you know, we had gaming systems. But back then, if anybody, you know, in their 40s knows Atari and it was like literally oh, yeah. one button, one yes, joystick. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you got bored of that eventually, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we played a lot of sports we play we're outdoors all day and um so when i got into fitness it was kind of like because i was bored of what i was doing for for my uh, education i was going for school for architecture and i'm like this is so boring i was just thinking about something else the whole time and then you know i was working out mainly for aesthetics and i got into bodybuilding you know just gym stuff global gym stuff how old were you when you um, started i probably started I, I started when i was younger but i wasn't really dedicated so in my teens i was doing some like you know bro sessions with the yeah, guys yeah, like yeah. on a random yeah. Saturday yeah, you know? yeah yeah like old plastic cover plates with sand in them oh my tiny God. bench you know a little thin bar was this in New York this is in New York and you're I, from Greece too I'm, you were I'm born Greek in Greece. originally yeah. and I came here when I was like young my parents sent me back for a year or two to so get things figured out but then I came and I was here so I started you know, I was always active and then I started bodybuilding kind of like as a distraction and then I got into personal training. I did that for a little while in New York and New York is tough, you know, life's tough, you know, so all the ins and outs and then when I came to Miami one day for South Beach, I yeah. love, I love, it reminded me of my country in Greece, it's yeah, very yeah, sunny yeah. and very tropical, uh, dry, you know, it was humid but it's it, it reminded me a lot of Greece so I decided I'm, I'm not going to pursue architecture and I'm going to do personal training and I started from zero I ran out my credit card bill yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and lived <laughs> Did, were you working at a gym or I, I was doing independent contracts so I started okay. with one client I was a friend of mine I gave him a great deal just to practice you know uh-huh. I think a lot of trainers have the balls to charge a lot of money with zero experience and yes. I just don't think that's you know I think there are people there are people it's not responsible yeah. and it's not fair but there are people out there who'll pay because oh, they yeah. want to a look at this person or they like to talk to them or whatever their personal reasons yeah nothing wrong with that yeah um, but I, I wanted to learn I was always results oriented you know goal driven I wanted people to get better I wanted to lose weight I, mm-hmm. I cared for what their well being because I know what it did for me yeah were so, you ever overweight I was chubby as a kid oh you were okay yeah. I was chubster I loved to eat you know summertime in Greece. My grandmother and my aunt always had a chocolate milk and a cheese pie ready for me every morning. <laughs> first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, if you've ever been to Greece, the food is dynamite. Oh, the, it's the, the best. grilled stuff, and I would just eat too Fresh, much. yeah. I came yeah. back. And it was always uh, hard because the people that love you the most are the ones that pick on you, you know, and they get oh, on yeah. your skin, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, they so, know. They push your buttons because they made them. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> they made, yeah. them. They yes, made your yes. buttons so they know how. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, so I was chubby, and uh, I think my fitness quest started for aesthetics. I wanted to be mm-hmm. able to look better, you know? 
And that, it, that kind of led me down the path of, okay, well, I want to make other people feel like this as well. And I decided to go personal training and I've done a lot of certifications and, you know, a lot of courses and I probably forgot more than a lot of people even know. I mean, there's so much stuff and the science is always changing, but at mm. the end of the day, it's still the same. It's a lot of repetitive, boring stuff that really gets you where you need to be. You just have to have, you know, the end goal in mind and understand that it's going to take work and you're going to have to repeat a lot of things, you know? Yeah. There's no like, oh, this is the best workout today and I'm done. I'm, I'm not yeah, going to work yeah. out again. You know, hey, guess what? You have a lot more days in the year. And well, how common is that though? Very that, that was me like doing this thing that was so hard and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. You know, back, right. you know, back then. So, um... I th- so yeah, so basically I got into it to give myself, you know, my personal goals and then I help other people. And I, I did a lot of that, you know, in the beginning starting out, I gave people good deals and uh, I worked on South Beach and you know, as an independent contractor. So I had freedom too, which is yeah, great. You yeah, know, imagine yeah. like I'm at the beach at nine, 10 in the morning, everybody's at work. I'm like, yeah. there's something wrong about this, but yeah. I made a choice, you know, <laughs> yes, to have that life. sacrificing yes. other things in lieu of my life. And yeah. I was thinking about this before you got here. You know, youth is wasted on the young, they say. But then I'm like, you know, I think we got it wrong because I feel like you have to enjoy life as a kid without grown-up responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Only when you're a grown-up and men mature a lot later do you, are you ready for to handle those those responsibilities in, in, in a responsible way with the right intentions. You know, as a kid, you're probably driven by different things, you know? Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Probably, it's not the same as when you're older. So, um yeah, so I pretty much got into it for that, and it just led me down a path of, you know, self-exploration. Everything is an experiment. I, mm-hmm. I did it all myself, my clients, you know, I do it every day, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, it's well, like, I see you, the way you, like, put together workouts on the spot with, just, like, different, yeah. you know, it's amazing. You just kind of, like, you know, it's it's like a chef or somebody who's, uh, they just know certain things that go together, what it's going to feel like and hopefully you know it's the it's the same as what you thought but it usually is but sometimes it's even worse you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but um so yeah i mean i think uh, so we're we're, we're remind me the question it's just i think i got a little off track. yeah yeah no that's okay um <laughs> just how you got to do basically what you're doing yeah. today so you you were a trainer then a trainer. in miami and I then was, i moved to south beach i started training there then i decided i was going to move to their sister gym this is the, anybody knows the gym was called uh it's called Idol's Gym. It was on Lincoln Road. Now, Lincoln Road, to get a gym this day and age, it takes, like, a huge corporation to come in there oh, with Boku yeah. Bucks. That yeah, gym would yeah. never exist anymore. Yeah. So, anyway, that was an amazing experience. So much energy. And then they had a sister gym in Biscayne and uh, 54th. And I was like, oh, wow, this is great. I'm going to go to the other side and see what that's all about. And this mm-hmm. was at a time where Miami was developing. There was a lot of real estate. People were... What year was this, this in was, Miami? Uh, I, got, I came in 93. So from 93 to 96, there was a lot of action in, in real estate, and I felt like on the other side, on the mainland, was where to be, you know? Obviously, just today, we see all the development. And oh, yeah. continuing, continuing, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I trained there as well, so I was going back and forth, and um, from there, I actually, you know, after doing personal training, I did that for a while, I did it through, I did it, to, I do it to this day, but I um, partnered up with a friend of mine to, to open up a little got like garage gym and uh that's how i got into crossfit we had a little garage gym we would do all the classes little functional training type things and then crossfit we, we were exposed to the first workout was fran it took me like 15 minutes if <laughs> anybody that's listening that knows that didn't know <laughs> you might you might know as well you know obviously yeah, yeah but yeah. um 
so then I was like, wow, this is it. I was like, I was so bored of training in the gym. Because you were doing bodybuilding style. Yeah, I was like work, rest. Yeah. And then that became, okay, I'm bored. I'm going to do work, 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 rest. So like supersets yes, and yes, giant yes, sets yes, and a yeah. couple things together. Yes. And that was like a buzz, you know? Yeah, but then yeah, I created, yeah. Then I found CrossFit. I was like, wow, this is awesome. It's, it's basically what I'm doing, but now it's like... Intense. Exercise that I've never done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm having to learn and, de- learn and develop. I think people need to understand that certain things have to be developed. You can't just get it. You know, you don't just no, get yeah. a heavy clean and jerk. You don't just get pull-ups, you know? No, yeah. You and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like, I think that, that, that people need to know that, too, that, yeah. like, it's okay to be a beginner. Yeah. You know? It's okay. There are, there are ways, and that's the, my goal as a trainer, was always to find the recipe to get them that movement because I we could talk about a little more about this later so anyway so that led me to CrossFit and then one thing to the other I made it my way down here from you know owning a gym selling my gym um, and then coming to Peak and then partnering up with John at Vice and mm-hmm. then here we are how, how we met each other yeah. yes yes so you found that now doing CrossFit, which is like, how would you describe, I don't even think like what you do is necessarily CrossFit. You know what I mean? I see right. it as like functional training. Yeah. So how would you describe your approach now? Okay. So CrossFit, you know, talks about, you know, constantly varied, unknown, unknowable. Um, I, after doing CrossFit for a little while, I had an advantage because I was already, I had an existing strength base and people who start from scratch and have never worked out before. At the time when I first started CrossFit, you weren't, you didn't have as many boxes out there that were really educated and knew what they were doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I grew to learn that, okay, it's not enough to just do CrossFit. You have to have a certain foundation before you can uh, take those movements and like do them without hurting yourself, without, you know, having a, a negative effect, you know? Mm-hmm. So having the bodybuilder background helped there um, and CrossFit that uh, that I like to employ, that I like to uh, program, has a lot of strength in it. Mm-hmm. And the strength can be, it doesn't have to be just a, a work wrestling. There is rest built in, but I, I feel like there, with the amount of time people have to spend, I like to get as much of the hour, have, have them moving and working as much yeah, as... Yeah, totally. Because CrossFit is known for, okay, you have this workout, it's one thing, you go in, you do a 12-minute workout, if that. Maybe yeah, you yeah. And then, Six minutes, you know, whatever, the guy yeah. coaches you, talks his, talks your ear off, you know, shows you a couple of warm up drills, and you do it, and that's it. That's not going to cut it for most people. You yeah, know? Well, I mean, exactly. It's fun. Yes, which is what I had experienced in the past too. Of like, hey, come in, do a six minute workout. I'm like, what? Like, this that's is it. it. Yeah. Like, you know, and I and I'm like, I want to feel strong. I want to get a good foundation of strength, yeah. and I feel like. For the layperson out there, they have no idea where to start or right. like where what they can even do. So yeah. you you program like something intense, like usually it's twelve, you know, twelve or twenty minutes, yeah, and then a strength component on top yeah. of that. So there are uh, the way the the hour is structured, and this is something that I've done for trial and error. Um, in order to be efficient, you got to think, okay, what did I do, and, and is that going to prepare me for what I'm going to do next? Or is it going to completely clash and I'm going to have to start over? Because some of the movements in CrossFit are aggressive. You can't just pick up a barbell and start moving it around after you've been doing, you know, uh, bodyweight stuff. You have yeah. to prepare your body for the barbell. You have to build up to the weight. That takes time. Mm-hmm. So the way I structure the hour is there is, it's efficient. It's economical. So you're going to do mm-hmm. a movement that's going to, that's going to feed the next movement and it's going to feed it efficiently. So you're not going to waste too much time, Right. And in doing that, you know, you have to structure the week with a balance. I think I look at the body as like a, 
like a coloring board, you know? Every, mm-hmm. But at, at the end of the week, I want to have the whole body covered. And this is a general physical preparedness GPP program. So it just assumes that you need everything, right? Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. people need more of one thing than the other. And I feel like without having put in the time a good, I don't know, I'm just going to throw a number out there, but it could be months or it could be years to know, okay, well, I, I'm having the same issues. I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. But you have to you know, give it a little time before you can identify that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And some people are going to try to sell you on what they think you need based on a short assessment, but without actually without actually kind of going through the, the course yourself, you're not going to really know, okay, well, yeah, he's right, but I don't want to do that. I want to do something else, you know, or he's completely wrong. You know, you have to put the time in before you can figure out where you know, and, and what you need. Yes, of, you yeah. Know? So the way I approach the program is, like, I try to give the week a full coating you know dust the whole body up and uh and that allows you to kind of avoid injury i feel like at this point you know having come into vice with a small membership base you can't afford to lose people for injuries yeah and yeah. i and I, i'm not looking to kill people in an hour i'm looking to give them you know a small dose every day but yes, at the end of the but week but it's effective yeah and it's effective and at the end of the week you're like wow that was a great week not Wow, Monday, 150 wall balls. I don't want to. I can't come till Friday. That's well, useless. exactly. That's, but but that's appealing to people. Though. It is. You know, people. Yeah. Let's say somebody sedentary. So I feel like even with dieting, and this is what I see in nutrition, people gravitate towards what's shiny. Yeah. And like, ooh, that sounds amazing. Like it's so intense, it's going to kill me. Versus just doing the consistent act, because that's boring to people. Yeah, it is boring. But yeah. but I find that that's really where the magic is. Yeah, I think there's there's no there's no pill or recipe for that. You just got to put in the work. And I think what helped you is the environment. You had somebody yes. there who was pushing you, wanted the same, yes. but they wanted you to experience that. Yes. And I feel like that's the great thing about the group dynamic is like, okay, there's going to be people out there who are going to be able to kind of pull you through your bad days. Yes, yes. And maybe you can return the favor. So, but yeah, you got to you got to be able to address the things that you need that you that you don't want to do mm-hmm. and you got to, you know, you got to put the time in. Yeah. You know? So if many women out there want real strength, right? They want to, cause I've learned that like by focusing on strength, my body has sort of changed as a side effect, you yeah. know? So like, I wasn't really like, I just went in to sort of like have fun and like have a new environment. Cause I was working out at home, maybe push myself a little bit more, but I didn't expect the changes in my strength and my body that came from doing yeah. the things that you program. So why is, why should strength be the most important thing, even though women are scared of getting into that and exposing themselves to that? Well, I mean, look, muscle size moves weight. It also requires energy. You got these calories. So if you have a bigger engine, if you have like a Ferrari versus a, you know, Honda, the Ferrari, you push the pedal down, it's going to eat a lot more gas. It's got a bigger engine. So, you know, I think the name of the game is, okay, well, if I want to change my body, I have to build muscle that's going to require energy, and then i got to keep that cycle going. It's just, I don't, I think people will kind of get caught up in, you know, uh, it's going to be, it's not going to, I don't want to be big, you know? Yes, well, and we were talking before yeah. that, like, it takes a lot of work, like, yeah, very deliberate action not, and food yeah. to get bulky. And, like, I've been in that mindset before, too. Like, oh, I don't want to touch like this 50 pound thing and now I'm like going in there sometimes and touching weights that are like 155 pounds 170 pounds you know things that I was scared of before but um I don't think women fully understand and again this used to be me that like things like Pilates 
and like a boot camp perhaps or even yoga or spinning or bar class are not going to give them the same effect that the weights will. Yeah, you have to... So what can you explain that a little bit more yeah, and why that? Resistance training stresses the body beyond what it's normally, you know, able to do. And when you do that, you have growth. Mm-hmm. You have to stress the muscle out. You have to... I don't think a lot, many people don't know what it's like to get under a heavy back squat and have to fight for reps. And <laughs> like, you know, like they just stop. Well, like, oh, yeah. it's too heavy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But that's what's going to change your body. That's what's going to challenge your CNS. You know, you have to... What is, when, when you say the CNS, can you explain that a little bit more too yeah. for the people that don't know? So like, you know, your body has a memory, you know? So if you do X amount of weight today for X amount of reps, the next time, in theory, you should be able to do the same, maybe more. And that's how you progressively overload your body and that's how you grow. Well, you know, obviously it has to come in waves and it has to be up and down cycles and, you know, it has to, you have to get specific. But at the end of the day, it's just really putting more than what your body can handle on that day in that workout and then hopefully you know you take care of it and it grows from it Mm -hmm. without injury yes and I think progression is the name of the game I think I've always tried to you know add a little bit of uh, change throughout but it's got to be progressive you can't just go from A to B and forget about A to Z and forget about all the steps in between you can't go from a light load to like if I would have told you when you walked in okay you need to build muscle right and you know this, and I know yeah, this. You're, yeah. you're okay with it now. And I yeah. tell you, okay, I want you to squat this bar, but you can't squat the bar. Yeah. You can't squat the barbell alone. I'm not going to... We have to start with air squats. We have to yes, get you yes. moving well. We have to yeah. you know, get some feedback. Yeah. You know, your body's going to have to communicate with you, okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, I didn't like this. My back hurt. Oh, why is your back hurting? Okay, let's look at, your, let's look at it a little further. There's a lot of things that are going to... Questions that are going to pop up. Your body communicates with you with pain. Yes. <laughs> right? It's <laughs> yeah. like, hey... Uh, we did a lot to yesterday. I can't do this body today. But you know what? You probably can, but maybe we won't do as much. We'll do some other stuff. But, like, you have to listen to your body. You have to communicate with it in the way that... In, and your body only knows how to communicate with soreness, pain, you know. Obviously, there is some pleasure in that. But, um... So, yeah. Yeah, people to, love getting sore. Yeah. It's like a side effect, you It's know? a side effect. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. You know, it's cool to be sore. It's okay. I mean, it's, a good, it's just not too much, you know? Yes, yes. Um, and it shouldn't interfere with your rest of your training week and that's where the balance that I try to apply comes in I like to like you know rotate around the body so that you can kind of keep moving which explains some of the actual fine nuts and bolts of the workouts you know you want to try to be economical as well as you want to manage fatigue so that you put opposing muscle groups you know you put a push pull and some core you do you know, push pull with a you know with a say chest and back, or you'll do leg press and shoulder press. Like all these kind of combinations allow you to get a lot more in, mm-hmm. and also stimulate different parts of your body, and also you can make it metabolic. You know, keep your heart rate up while you're doing it. So it's like so many, so many benefits in there. It's just how you organize it, right? So I think women need to understand that it's okay to lift heavy weights. You're not gonna get as big as you think you know it's gonna take a lot of work granted there are some people that have really good genetics and you'll see like they have they're just predisposed to be big in certain areas yes and they're gonna if they are you know against that they don't like that look they're gonna probably shy away from it there are other ways around that stick to body weight training you know can people get results with body weight training alone you just have to do a lot of reps okay (laughs) a lot of volume i mean and you have to obviously you know diet appropriately Mm -hmm. Um, i think for me, I've had a lot more pleasure working with women because they're typically more disciplined. 
they're freaking hard on themselves, so they work really hard. They do whatever you tell them, most of them, mm-hmm. right? There are some people who come in and then, you know, they're on the higher maintenance side. They, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. like to, you know, they're... Like, they I don't want to do that today. I don't or... want to do that today. Or yeah. I don't feel like doing that. Or, you know, like you talked about bar, you talked about, you know, Pilates. Look, at the, at the end of the day, the best exercise is the one that you're doing. Exactly. Right? Yeah, the one that you're consistent with. That's what you're doing, with. great. Just, you have to, at the, from there, you got to see, okay, am I getting the results I want? You know? But that's what, like, I have some people come to me and they say, like, okay, I'm doing cardio and I'm doing Pilates, but I'm not losing fat. I'm not, I don't have the tone yeah. that I want to. And that's why I encourage them that they have to do weights that are going to be really uncomfortable yeah. for them. It's going to be a little uncomfortable. It is very, like... And I remember you gave me a cue one time that I think about always that's l- like light it on fire, right. like spark it up, right. you know, like, and that's putting just this extra energy, this extra effort instead of just being like, la la la, you know, it's not like yeah. that, you know? Think about the body and the muscles. Like you've heard of the, the uh, example where the, the truck falls on the people and the guy comes in and yeah, lifts yeah. this. Okay, your, your body is not going to use as muscle fiber to lift a quarter if it doesn't need it. It's going to use the littlest amount of energy. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now you go to pick up something heavy, more fibers show up to the party because that's needed to lift it. So you're not going to get those that, that stimulus if you're just lifting little pennies all day. You have to lift yes. big bucks yeah <laughs> yeah 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 big, big games yeah and you know big is relative you know we yes talk about, exactly okay exactly. you look across the videos and you see these black plates and they're huge some of those are don't weigh anything you know, yeah for, there's this new thing on instagram with fake weight you know people are like yeah creating yeah, yeah. this like photoshop images of them lifting weight and i have a funny story we used to have this uh one girl that worked out with us and um there was a picture of her and her husband working out and my friend was really good at photoshop and he mm-hmm. added like 10 more plates <laughs> on the picture of the day and she's lifting a bar which was 65 pounds but uh-huh. it looked like 300 pounds uh-huh. compared to her husband and oh my god a, that's really we had really a good funny. laugh about it but anyway she was really strong but yeah, yeah, that was yeah. just a light workout that day but um yeah so I think uh you definitely yeah they definitely have to put put the work in and stretch your body so and I think it's important what you said that it's a stimulus so that's yeah. like you're stimulating the nervous system right yeah so maybe having like a stimulus like were Pilates or yoga, which can be difficult, Yeah, you know, but having like 75 pounds, 65 pounds is a lot more, you know, I th- I think advantageous. It is. And, uh, and, and it's, you don't have to do as much as you think and, and everybody develops differently. Exactly. So yeah. you might be okay with doing two times a week strength training and you could do a full body sit training and you can do your Pilates, you can do other things you enjoy to do, but I feel like, you know, don't just get stuck in one Modality, you have to kind of explore what are the you know the workouts that are going to give you results, and you know um, body fat, you know it can be used as fuel. You have to have muscle though. You can't burn fat with no muscle. I mean, well, exactly. You're just gonna make your you can you can reduce body size, but then you're just making yourself a smaller version of what yes, you were. You yes. Know, you're, so it depends. Some people just want to look good in their clothes. And, exactly. And, and that's fine. And, and at the end of the day, whatever makes you happy. You know, you can get your heart rate up and, you know, have a healthy heart and have a healthy cardiovascular system, have a healthy diet, have no muscle tone, but you're happy. Yeah. And that's okay, too. It's okay, you know. Yeah. I, I like, I think it's really, really empowering for women to be able to do pull-ups, strict pull-ups. Yes. I saw a video of a girl the other day doing a pegboard. I did it today in a workout. It was, oh, so, it yeah. was so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Maybe, one that you guys have? Yes, yeah. and she was doing it, and, like, she pulled one arm out, did a loop, and, like, was laughing at the people while she was doing it. It was incredible. 
like for that to it looks so easy, but yes, it's so not much at all. work goes behind that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, I think it's really empowering for women to do. When you did your pull up, I was so happy for you. you oh know? my god, the, the it smile was... on your face. In the video? Uh, honestly, I, I, know, I, I, know. I was going to send it to you. But I, I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of weird. I don't want to say But like, you turned around, you were like, holy shit, yeah, I just yeah. invented the cure for cancer. I know, I know. It was like, it holy crap. I felt so good for you. It was you know? a huge moment for me. Yeah. Because when I started with you guys, <laughs> I remember getting on the bar and you're like, all right, like do a yeah. pull up. And I moved. I, I moved one millimeter. Yeah. Like not even. Like I, mean, I couldn't you move. Been, you might have bent your elbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's all I could do. <laughs> and you you're tried. like, you're like, all right, we're gonna have to work on the upper body strength. You know what I mean? But it wasn't a big deal because I feel like people get um, bogged down by that. Yeah. And they're like, oh god, like I can't do it. Blah blah. blah. So talk about why it's important to do. Because what I did was just did a ton of boring movements. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I showed up every day like six to five days a week, super consistent, doing a ton of pull-ups, doing negatives, doing like just a bunch of work that isn't sexy, you know? So talk about why it takes a long time to develop that real strength. Well, if let's just say you wanted to build pull-ups and that's all you did, I think you still have a hard time. I think you're a great example because I know personally for a fact that you come every day and with that, talking, going back to the program and the programming the way it's laid out, you get a little bit of everything. So just because you're not specifically working yes. a pull doesn't mean you're not getting stronger at pulling. Yes. Because you already worked a pull on Monday, but maybe you're working a push the next day and they kind of complement each other. Yeah. So, um, sorry, repeat the question again. I went off. That why it's, why it's important, how we can develop strength. Like talk about why it's important to know that strength takes a long time and it is, it's not... I don't want to say it's not the funnest journey, but it is, but it doesn't involve, it doesn't have to involve all these like crazy movements that people talk about. It's like the foundational things over and over and over and consistent practice that doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. It's just, it does take consistent practice and you got, you have to keep it simple. And I think, um, if for somebody that's listening, that's going to a gym and they, you know, they have certain goals. They want to be able to do a pull-up, but maybe they don't do enough pull-ups at the gym, or maybe they don't work on the the, the, the pieces, the components that are going to get you strong to get a pull-up. In your case, I think it worked out because you're consistent with the, the amount of times you go to the gym. You spend an hour, I and mean, you don't. You, yeah. I mean, you do a little bit of abs with Britt at the end. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Deal, right? You know, that's still going to And then help. I do walking, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you do some extra stuff, and you're active, and you eat well. But I think... Um, when you're there, whether or not you can do the exercise or not, there's always a solution for that for that day yes. and how you're gonna get stronger in six months. How is yes. how is what I'm doing now gonna help me? Is it gonna help me, or is this gonna give me a buzz? Am I just gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. I want to get stronger, so you know what? My workout's gonna be a little different. I have to just do some negatives, or I gotta do some static holds, or or jumping to a negative, whatever it is. Like, there's always a solution that's gonna help contribute to the bigger goal. I feel like somebody who's listening it's it takes time and you have to have a really good coach and that understands how to do that and also you got to apply yourself i feel like yes you you're you're not content with just coming in and just okay tell me what to do you come in with a little background knowledge maybe you looked at the workout maybe you've yeah. seen something and thought about it and that helps as well you, mm-hmm. you got to be you have to be you have to buy in not just your time and sweat but also a little bit of your brain and time. Yes. You know, you well, like, a little bit of dedication. Yeah. And to know that, like, 
this strength that I've developed now took me seven months. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, fine. and people I think get discouraged when one month has gone by and they haven't really seen results. So like sometimes these results can take months, like fat, real yeah. fat loss, real muscle gain. Um, if you are constantly paying attention to what you look like in every single day, you're probably going to miss, you're probably not going to see it. Yeah. You need to step away from the scale. Um, you know, maybe take a, I think a great strategy is like, you know, you see somebody that you haven't seen for six months. You're like, wow, you changed so much. Well, mm-hmm. I bet you if you were to hang out with them every single day, yeah. you wouldn't have seen the growth because yes. it happens so gradually. So with somebody who's, you know, looking to, you know, get those build to build and develop, it takes time. You have to like step away from the mirror a little bit. Maybe take some pre photos or have some kind of testing that you do, whether it's okay. I have a pair of jeans. I'm going to, I'll show you them. They're upstairs. <laughs> I put them on the other day. And I couldn't freaking believe how I fit into them. Those jeans, I've had those jeans. Since oh my God, Britt told me about since this. Since 2003. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's now 2018. That's, you know, 15 years later. Uh-huh. And there was a couple months, couple like a year or two ago, I would never, I wouldn't even think about putting them on. Yeah. But I put them on just for a joke because I freaking love them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. fit. And then I'm like, holy shit, I have four more just like this that I put away because I'm yeah, never going to yeah, fit yeah. in them, yeah. but they're diesel and I don't want to throw them away because yeah, like yeah. $200 jeans, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to pull them out <laughs> now. But anyway, so yeah, just step away from yourself. Stop paying attention so much. Focus on the movements. Focus on the workout. Focus on, you know... Showing up. Showing up, you know? Like, you talked about, okay, I think if people focus, like, not focusing on yourself so much and focus on, okay, I want to get a bigger clean and jerk and I want to do pull-ups. Put your mind and effort on that. The byproduct is what you get, what you look like. Exactly. I think that's what made CrossFit so uh, um, interesting and exciting for me. It was like, okay, I just all I gotta do is just increase my numbers in clean and jerk and my back squat, and I can do more pull ups and I can run faster, and I'm gonna look better. Yeah, as wow. a side effect. As a side effect. Yes, yes. And I'm gonna look amazing, and I'm gonna yeah, feel yeah. great. I'm like, well, I'm gonna. I want to focus, continue I wanna to focus on counting, you know, food and like oh, looking God, at myself no. and weighing them. That's boring. That, that's stuff you got to do, but not as a focus. Let exactly. The, let, the, let the good stuff come by accident almost. Yeah, well, like, exactly. <laughs> and, and even, even my pull up, like it was not an accident, but like, I don't think I had practiced pull ups for a week when right. it happened. Right. I wasn't before it was like, let me like, it was almost like a form of punishment for myself. Like, let me see what I can do. Oh, I can never do it. Like this is such a disappointment. I'm the worst. When I did it, I, it was a Sunday. I went on a walk. I came back. My pull apart was there because of course my fiance can do pull ups. Like right. <laughs> has been able to do a meal, can do with them one handed. You know what awesome. I mean? <laughs> you know, no big deal. So the pull up bar was there. I was like, let me just see, you know, I hadn't focused on them and then I just did it. You know what I love the most is that most people, and I think a lot of people's definition of what something is is a little off, especially with Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I and I hold myself back from saying anything because it gets you into trouble. But you jumped up there and you went to a straight arm and then did the pull up. Yeah. So for me, and not only that, you pulled not till your chin hairs got over. Yeah. Until the bar touched your chest almost. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, this is somebody who. He's like, it's happening, and I want it to keep happening, yeah, yeah. and I, and here I am. Yeah, like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like, yeah. okay, let me just get over so I can see tiny bit over. No, no, no. You just, like, you just really went for it, and um, you have to be honest with yourself. Oh, yeah, because you know, people cheat themselves. They cheat themselves, and like, oh, you know, half squats, and, you know, 
reps. Partial reps yeah. and, you know, cheating on numbers and, like, boasting about numbers that they never, like, who cares? Like, at the end yeah. of the day, you have to live with yourself, you know? Like, yes, yes. Nobody's gonna, nobody really cares when they go to bed. Okay, this person, they're going to focus on what they have to do, you know? Like, that's what you should focus on. I think you have to make things harder for yourself. Because and know be and know that like you, it matters that you're honest with yourself yeah. because you're really only cheating. Because I used to be like that too. Like when sometimes I would work out at home and just be like, oh, I didn't finish the set, whatever. <laughs> but now it's like I can't live with myself right. if I because I bring a certain level of integrity right. to the gym that you know translates to other areas of my life. It does, and that's the, that's another thing. That's a whole other point. Is I think that was great about CrossFit is that it does impact your life because. There are so many workouts that I've gone into that I just want to quit. And if you oh, go into yeah. a workout and you're on the second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever round, and you're like, shit, I want to... If you don't want to quit, then you're either, probably not going hard enough, yeah. for one. Two, it's uh, not the right challenge for you, you know? You need to, so it's okay to want to quit. It's okay to have difficulties. But at the end, overcoming those things, it, it comes into all other parts of your life. And those wins are not just wins in the workout. You know, they, you win elsewhere, too. And I think... Those are things that you really can't measure. It's just, it just. Well, it's a character. Yeah. It builds on your on your character. And yeah. something that I saw you post on your Instagram, I don't know when it was. Was this concept of agona? Yes. Is that the right word? Agona. Yes. It's a, yeah. Yeah. So talk about that. Talk because that's like something Oof. that like I've brought into, you know, like the workouts is like if it's not even like if you guys aren't there. Let's say I'm traveling or something. I'm not doing something that's going to be easy and breezy for me. Yeah. I'm pushing myself. I'm going to make sure like I'm feeling that like difficulty and that toughness because now I know that that's what's going to make me stronger and give me yeah. the results. So because uh, we haven't said it that you were like number seven in the world at I, one point, uh, yeah, right? I did. I did uh, so starting CrossFit, I was started when I was in 2009, 2010. It was a long time. CrossFit's been around for. Since I think early two thousands, like two thousand three or four, I can't. I think I remember when I started seeing workouts on dot com, and um, so I started at eight or nine. We were doing lot dot dot com every day, and I I always wanted to go to the games. I was like, this is so cool. We did our first regionals back then. You just go. You don't have to you don't have to try out or anything. Then it started getting more competitive. More people were doing it, so now you have to compete and qualify. So now I'm in that process of competing because I want to go to the games, and I came close a couple times when I was you know with the open class, with the elite class, but mm -hmm. it never happened. So now I'm 40, I could train. I decided, you know what, I'm 40. I just sold my gym. Uh, I got a little money to bank on. I'm gonna go train at peak. It just, you know, my friend Guido welcomed me. I just needed somewhere to land. And I and I went there and I trained and I put in the time and the work. And I think that word and that day, I remember that day in particular because there was a photographer. There was always some, some, there was always some photographer there taking <laughs> pictures. And I'm like, this, whatever. Anyway, so he decided he went through some pictures of me too. And I, and I was in the middle of a set, and that was a hard workout, and that whole year was hard. My body took a beating. I mm. was... Well, you got how many hours a, a day are you Honestly, working Honestly, I didn't even count. It was, yeah. I was there all the time. You yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah. I'd go in, I'd do a session, I'd come home, I'd come back, I'd hang around. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a time machine when you go in there. It's like you come, you, you get sucked in, and you... Boom, you come out six hours later, you're like, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, but you're like, enjoying every but part of it. But it's your passion, you know? yeah. So I put in a lot of work that year, and um, that was a symbol, I guess, of, uh, you know, all that work. And um, so, yeah, Agona in Greek means, you know, work and struggle, and, you know, there is struggle, and there's going to be times when you don't want to do it. One of my clients told me the, one of the best things, and I keep remember to this day, is, like, the only two times you go to work out is when you want to and when you don't. You know, exactly. so like, so it's, yeah. it's that simple. I mean, because even now you at your fitness in your fitness journey, 
do you feel motivated to go every day? It's not easy every day. Yeah. The hard, you know, the hardest thing to do is warm up. It's like, yes, yes, exactly. And I've come up with some really or to creative, even put your clothes on oh sometimes, my God. you know? No, like, <laughs> you got to come up with ways to, to cheat yourself. And yeah. you know what? The night before, lay your clothes out, have them ready. So you don't have to think the morning and give yourself the opportunity to make an excuse that you couldn't yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think warming up has gotten harder, and but I found ways to kind of work around that. I've, I'm at the point where, I got, this is like a, I'm going a little off topic, but it's, I think it'll hit home where if you just tell yourself, okay, I'm going to use a sexual reference here. <laughs> and if you just turn yourself on that quick, you make a decision that you, you can get there. Yes, right? just, yes. But it's got to be like something that you you want to do. I know how to talk to my body with a couple of different movement patterns to get myself ready to work out. Yeah. And that happens with time. It doesn't yes. happen. You have to really have an understanding with your body and know your body enough that you know how to elicit the response that's going to let you get into the workout quickly without hurting yourself. Yes. I think people who don't have that communication with their body, they get hurt because yeah. they try to do something. They, 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 it looks good, but something's off. Yeah. Where well, they want that buzz. They want yeah. that like, you know, novelty versus just, go, you know, going into the simplicity. Yeah. Stuff, you gotta, you, know? you gotta keep it simple. I mean, just, um, and so, yeah, I think as you get older, it's not easy. It's, it's harder. And yes. I, now I'm like, okay, you know, do I, following a program is always, isn't always easy. Some days I just want to do an imam some days mm-hmm. I want to just lift mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you sometimes I don't have a plan like I work out with bread we don't really have a plan yeah we just start somewhere and then all of a sudden I'm like hey these two movements are making me want to do these two movements let's put them together let's yeah, do this yeah, for a couple yeah. rounds and then yeah. we do it and we're like wait that was awesome yeah where are we going from here yeah so sometimes it's not it's okay not to have a plan just have a starting point and the starting point could be a run some jumping jacks you know a simple air squat. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you get you're hurried up. Now your brain's on working. Yeah, yeah. Now you have some ideas. All of a sudden, yes. now you're like smarter than you were before. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just, what it does. You yeah. just gotta start. Mood, mood just, I've seen too. you come into class oh, in yeah. the mornings. Oh, yeah. Five minutes late every day, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Six five minutes five late. After, that's my time. <laughs> it takes my you like time. probably like eight minutes to get there. So you <laughs> I know. Just, Shit, I gotta Six go. Six fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah. So the five fifty-seven. It just yeah, it takes a little movement. You know, like. Oh, yeah, because I walk in and, like, some days I'm like, I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? But I just show up. You know what I mean? You know, just go. Yeah, just go. Just do it. It's always good to move and to work out where your body's at that day. you got to think about the the person that you're going to be after. You know, whoever is that you want to be, whatever body you want, think about what that person's like, what they're doing, how they're living. And that's how you want. That's what you want to emulate, you know? Yes, yes. Because it changes you to the core. You know what I mean? And really being able to withstand those struggles, those difficulties. It's so empowering to know, like, didn't think I could do that. And then I did. And now it's really amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's daunting to look at a workout on the board at that time in the morning and be like, what? But all all of a sudden now you have a mountain to climb, but we just got you halfway up there and you're like, oh, I'm halfway there. But that first part was hard, but now it's easy. I can keep going, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to just get started. Just get yourself there. Yeah start moving a little bit now i know you're passionate about like uh debunking not maybe debunking but like all of the fitness bullshit that's out there a lot of bullshit so what are some of the biggest things that you see that people fall for that are just just straight crap i feel like with instagram people are gotten really creative at making cool videos with great angles and 
and these people are really fit looking, right? Yeah. They probably work out really hard. Yeah. But what they're putting out there is just like a show, you yes. know, like this little routine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are, and unfortunately, I think, I think it's unfortunate that all the fitness information comes from fit people because it's yes. like, yeah. it's almost like, okay, you're, you're, you look like you're doing something that, that might be a good exercise with a band, but is that what you really do? Or is it like just what you want to show me, you know? Yes. So there, the stuff that's, that, that you can't glamorize so as much as you think in a minute. So I think if they, if you really showed what it takes to look like those people, you know, and you did it, you know, as a series, people might not be as interested to look at it. They want to yes. look at aesthetics. They want to look at, wow, I never thought about that. So when you identify with something that you never thought about, all of a sudden it becomes this amazing thing, right? Because, oh, that's great. I'm going to identify with that. This band workout or this crazy kettlebell routine or, you know, it, I just don't know. I just don't know when Instagram is help, is if Instagram is really helping the fitness industry. I think it's probably hurting it as much as it's helping it because, you know, it, it's offering people free information yes. and it's abundance of it and it's not regulated. Yes, exactly. Okay, you're showing me... I showed this video there. I'm not going to name who it is, but they put a video of burpees, five variations of burpees, no gym needed. Um, there was no push-up needed apparently either. Uh-uh. There was no push-up in the burpee. I'm like, well, isn't there a push-up in a burpee? So we do burpees. We do no push burpees. We do, you know, yeah. variations, but call it is what it is. A burpee is a burpee. There's a push-up in a burpee, ladies. There's a push-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, it's just... The, you have to look at the information. When I started, it was in magazines, fitness magazines. I would look and we learned, you know, through education that you have to question the source. Who's putting out this information? What benefit do they have to put it out? And then you'd be like, okay, well, no wonder why they're pushing this supplement because that's what they sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so whatever. So you have to like question It's not it. genuine. It's not genuine. And I feel like it's a lot of it isn't. I feel like a lot of it is just feeding people's egos and their followers and maybe they're getting you know sponsorship deals and look i think that stuff is great there's a value for it but i just want people to know that don't go to instagram you know go search within and look at people that you know that have done it that you have access to Mm -hmm. that you're like find somebody like okay she's done it how'd you lose 20 pounds you didn't do it by looking at instagram you were you were not looking at instagram you were working out and you were training you were dieting hard and you know, so I think look, you know, focus on what's in front of you in the real world and then use that stuff. You know, you can use it and take it or leave it. You can, I, I steal exercises from there all the time and I wouldn't mm-hmm. call it stealing. It's just like, oh wow, I did that before, but I never thought about that. Yeah. But repurposing, but now yeah. I know, okay, well, if I use that variation in combination with these other movements, it'll be great. You know? Yes. But, um, but that's going to be a workout. It's not going to be like the show, you know? Yes. Yes. So I'm not sure, you know, if Instagram is helping, but. It's sure, you know, it makes, gives people something to do, I guess. Yeah. What about if people are, because there's an abundance too of coaches out there and of training programs. So what if people are looking for, we'll talk about your, you have um, a membership that you offer. We'll talk about it towards the end. Um, But what if people are looking for like an in-person coach, somebody who they can trust to get them to where they want to be? What are some qualities that they can look for? Um, For one, I would look at, you know, the people they work with, look at their track record, you know, ask ask around, uh, do some homework, don't commit to anything long-term. Um, sometimes the first instinct isn't always the right one with that. You know how they say, you know, first impressions. 
I feel like you know pe- people are always going to show you their best their best self at first, um, but I think you should you should really ask a lot of questions, and I think just try it out. Try things. Try everything out short term, you know, and then compare. Have something to compare with, because if you don't have anything to compare with, you know, it's going to be hard to really make a good decision. You're just going to be going on like, I guess, a gut feeling at that point. Um, but I feel like yeah, ask questions, do some homework, and um, look at their references. Look at people they work with, and mm-hmm. you know, if you can if you can somehow get information from those people, it'd be great, you know. Um, gyms as, as well you know you go to a gym I think gyms is a little tougher equation because it's convenience is a really big factor yeah I mean if you have lack of options and you have a clo- gym that's close and you know it's the best one and it's maybe cheap or it something it's cheaper yeah. you know like you have something uh, different different things to think about but um, even with that don't get caught up in anything long term yeah you know just try it out I mean you need to try it out for a, you know, a week or so. You can't just go for a couple of days. You got to try a full week, maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. Pay the guy, pay him a month, whatever. And then from there, you know, look at how your commute is, how is he on time? You know, all the workouts satisfying is, is he warming you up well? Yeah. What's the vibe like? Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to know those things just from that one interaction, you know? So you got to take time to like really investigate and just it's really hard to tell. You just got to have to try it. You know, yeah. Don't get caught up in long-term commitments. Yeah. Another thing that I wanted to talk to you about is I know you're passionate about what you do. Like I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a coach so knowledgeable as you and like on the spot tweaking right. things <laughs> and doing all these things. And I'm, I was so impressed by you. Um, just in what you know, I had never met a coach that knew as much as you did. Right. So you have this expertise how were you able to develop that expertise? Did you have mentors? Did you read books? Was it just by your own research? Was it by your clients? Well, if you know me, a lot of a lot of what I do comes from just my own, like, myself. I just, I mean, obviously, I've taken some courses and I've done some personal training certifications, workshops. I've learned things from other coaches I picked up. I'd go to a workshop, let's say, you know, weekend workshop and spend five, six hundred bucks and I'd come out of it with one or two things, you know, mm-hmm. they would never, I would never get the, the criticism, the critiques because they have bigger fish to fry. They have people who are like, okay, they're trying to do snatches, but their, their grip is rough. Their yeah, feet yeah, yeah. Are, but me, I'm doing it they're like, okay, they look quickly. Like, oh, you look good. So like, I wasn't getting a lot of the feedback that I wanted. So a lot of it had to do with my own research. So like I looked at every single video on .com, for instance. When I, when it first came out, the old site had videos. On CrossFit.com? Yeah. I would look at every single video, all the articles. Um, and I would try it with people and myself. You know, I would just try things. And like, you know, a lot of what we do, there is some BS in it, obviously. You have to like convince people that, okay, I believe this is going to work. And in the back of your head, you think, okay, I know this is going to work. But sometimes you're like... Well, let's try it out, but I'm not going to tell them that. Let's just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. do it, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they do it, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, let's do it this way. It's the same thing, but maybe a little different. And all of a sudden you found it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, it's not, it's not as easy as, okay, boom, that's what it is. Let's do that. Let's keep going with it. You have to kind of like weave your way in of yeah. that, whatever it is. So learning and reading articles I, I've always, I can't read a novel I can't read short stories I can't. yeah <laughs> I, I love TV I love reality TV so uh, my whole thing is informative stuff I yeah. read informative articles like yeah you know how to this or why you you know how to get better at that and from there I would just I taught myself how to Olympic lift <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. I have videos when we first started and back then we would you know we were like what are we doing like we were yeah. just butchering it what helped though and I think 
this is, there's not much of this in CrossFit, and I've noticed it more as I've been. This is mirror working out in front of the mirror is mm. really really important. I feel like you can. There's a lot to be gained for somebody who's a loner who likes to really like get you know kind of be on their own. You can use the mirror to to assess your movement because you mm-hmm. have real time feedback, and all of a sudden you know you you can really gain a lot of that and I did a lot of that when I first started and I feel like I need to do more of that because the Chinese they, they work out and they train in mirrors and I'm like wow that's amazing these guys are the best lifters in the world yes. pound for pound mm-hmm. and they're lifting with mirrors I go wow who taught mirrors are not good I'm like well they are, I think they are good you yeah know? well you can see or videos videos you know what I, mean? I mean videos are great you videoed me a lot at the beginning like hey yeah. look at yourself because we don't have you know? any mirrors well exactly if we yeah, had yeah, a mirror yeah. like hey look at your dubs your yeah, right yeah, arm is yeah. up in the air you're, left yes. the, you're like oh wow all I have to do is this and yes exactly and it's like quick yeah, and I think that mirrors are great. You using a mirror, you know, keep the weights manageable until you got the technique. I think there's always got to be a mastery of technique before you start applying intensity or you know heavy weights. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So I think just really whatever workout you're gonna get into, if you're gonna be joining a gym that has them posted or a program that, just educate yourself. Look it up. There's YouTube videos endless. Mm-hmm. How to do this? Okay, what's this? Boom. You Google it. You you get a video. You get another video. You spend 10, 15 minutes, you might spend more. Like me, if you're like me, yeah. you get lost in it. Yeah. You know how YouTube is? It goes, yeah, yeah. Next oh, yeah, you, know, you get looking sucked at in. How to make hours a casserole, later. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're into food at that point. I, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta make sure whenever I click off of something, I got to go right back to the last yeah. thing because I don't want to get lost in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think just edu- you know, inquire a little bit. It doesn't take much. You, know? yeah. you don't have to like be an expert. Just look and see. So when you go to the gym or the class, you like you have an idea of what to expect. And all of a sudden now you're bought in, you know? And that's gonna get you there. If you're doing that work at home, that's the first step. You're already at the gym. You know, you don't realize it, but you're there, you know? If you wait till, if the class starts at six and you get there at six and you wait till six to start thinking about the workout, you missed a lot of opportunity for benefit, for, you know, the drive over there, thinking about the work. You, you, You have to like, and it's also, a way to get you out of the real world. Like I feel like there's a, whenever you go to a gym, there should be a transitional period, mm-hmm. you know, and going from a stress job or sitting in traffic, coming in and listening to some young kid tell you what to do. It's and not, to go hard right yeah, at the it's beginning. Like sh- settle down. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> there needs to be a transition. So that transition could happen either, you know, with a great coach and a great progression, or you can kind of do it on your own. If you're ready to, to like absorb those comments and, work whatever suggestions he's asking you to do so i think you know that that comes that, that comes it goes back to buying in and mm-hmm. putting in time you know so yeah i think inquire read articles um videos are great you know whatever ask people whatever yeah. you do it's really good to have somebody in person like yeah. brit has changed my life you know what i mean because yeah. i see her and we have a friendship too so it's like we get to talk and bounce ideas and she teaches me little things so i think having Somebody who's like a good friend of yours, who you yeah. do it with, is such a great idea. Yeah. Um, one more fitness question that I want to ask you. The way that you categorize movements, I've heard you talk about like push, pull, hinge. Right. How, do, how can people sort of categorize themselves if like let's say they want to make a workout or something? I know that's probably a loaded question. I always, I always look at, okay, how many days a week are you going to work out? So you have to think of how much time you have. And if you have an endless amount of time, you have more more flexibility but if you have let's say three days a week and you have an hour mm-hmm. so in those three days you've got to cram you know quite a bit of work and I'd, I'd, I'd always try to focus on some strength training in there and on each day and that should be like 
I would say a third of the workout, a third of the time you spend should be on strength training, if not a little more, maybe a 50, but it depends on what kind of strength. Olympic lifting requires a lot more warm up, build up. There's a lot more accessory for that. But if you want to just do the basic slow lift, squat, press, dead, you know, a third of your hour should be focused on that. And then the warm up is another 10 minutes, you know, and then now you have out of the three days, you have to break up according to you know, I, I like to focus it around the strength one. So if you're doing a pull deadlift, maybe the the movements, the workouts involve similar joint motions, right? So you're hinging with a deadlift, using some quads, but you know, in back. Well, why can't I do, you know, a similar movement like a kettlebell and then throw in some jumping and all of a sudden now I'm going to th- do some pull-ups. Okay, now, or pulling, or like say lat pull-downs or even seated rows. They, they work together with deadlift, right? Mm-hmm. On a press day. You know, you do bench or you do shoulder press or and you can throw in some bodybuilding circuits, you know, high high pulls. You can do lat raises. You can do a workout with push-ups or dips or handstand push-ups. And now you can throw in running. That's another workout. Mm-hmm. And then the last day is squatting. My legs would feel good, Pete. I have, oh, well, guess what? We're going to squat today. Wall balls. So we're going to do front squats or goblet squats, lunges, you know. And I haven't worked my biceps too much. You know, so like I would break the week according to how much time you have. And then if you have multiple days, and you have, then you can kind of, you know, spread it out a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But I always work opposing muscle groups, push-pull if you can. So if I'm doing a predominantly pull day, the next day will be predominantly pushing. I You won't repeat. I repeat. So like if I had a push day, like I have a pull day on Monday with deadlifting, and it had pull-ups. On Tuesday, it's going to be a push day, but the warm-up will have some pulling at a small dose. And that's really more as a refresher or like a recovery kind of – So because like people are sore from doing some things on the day before. And it's okay to do those same motions to remove – to eliminate the soreness. It's mm-hmm. going to allow the muscle – to go through its motions, there's gonna be blood flow, and that's good. You're not gonna like exhaust the muscle. That's not what you're looking to do. You're just looking to, you know, work it, work it. Yeah. Just kind of knead the dough, basically. Yeah. Now you, after your warm up, you do, you do address some skill and just the previous day's, you know, soreness, and then now you prepare to do a new joint motion, pushing, you know, and now you're gonna deal with that. And on the, on the third day, you know, you, you go back, you, you skip off, maybe you do some, some metabolic stuff, and then. You start over. So push, pull, rest, push, pull. You know, you can do it in this amount of ways. But just mm-hmm. look look how much time you have during the week and how you're going to break it up. And then from there, you can decide, okay, what am I going to put in the time that I have? And it takes, obviously, uh, an experience. And uh, you can just start with some basic programs that are free. You know, go online. There's bodybuilding programs. There's CrossFit programs. Try it out. They'll have sample weeks, mm-hmm. you know. And just see how it feels on your body, you know, to do, to go through the motions and, and, um, you know, if you want to do it yourself, you can, it's gonna, you're gonna have some trial and error, Yeah. but it's definitely better to have somebody yeah, <laughs> program for you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice if you have, if you're bought in, you don't have in, to think about it if either, yeah, you know, it's like, part, I don't want to worry about my program. Just trust you know? somebody. Yes. I think you're going to have to learn how to trust somebody and like, how do you build trust? Well, you see results, you know, you, you, in people. You see results in people that they've worked with and you, you know, people, other people talk about them or, and you try it for yourself and you give them a chance, you know, you, you got to, but you have to like do it incrementally. You can't just give it up the first day. You got to like, you know, take little a workout, do a workout, do a couple more, you know, build up your confidence with them. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, now I want to do the full program. I want to try it out. So I think in doing somebody else's program, you learn about, you know, how to do it for yourself if, if, if that's what you want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, 
I've never followed anybody else's program. I mean, there are some lifting programs that I've done, and even with that, I'm like, okay, well, now I want to make my own. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I well, saw what you they know, do. You know, I saw what they do. This is your expertise. Yeah, but like, I just, I just feel like, you know, I'm okay. Some people are not okay with doing what they write. When I went to the games, I programmed the entire year for myself and I put shit that I didn't like every single day. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of it. it. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. But, and some things I didn't do, I'm like, all right, I didn't get to that today, but, but I was hurting, you know? But, yeah. So, you just got to be honest and, uh, you know, know kind of identify what you need and, um, you know, take, take, some, take some guesses too. You have to kind of like trial and error a little bit, you know? It's yeah. not that easy. What about your last question before we sort of wrap up? Because I could probably talk to you forever yeah, about this stuff. Um, it's one eleven okay. now at this point. Um, so, what are your general thoughts on nutrition? Just like basic stuff for muscle building, because I know that like you live a life that is not strict. Yeah. Like you drink, you have sweets, you don't eat perfectly all the time, but yeah. you still sort of maintain yourself. You feel good. So what are just your general thoughts about nutrition for strength and muscle building? Okay. Well, in general, you do need to take in calories to, rec- to build muscle, especially, you know, the combination of protein, carbs, and fat. Mm-hmm. Don't eliminate one or the other. You need all three. Yes. I've tried low-carb, no-carb diets. I've tried the zone diet, and I've... And I've bias the fat instead of the carbs. Mm-hmm. I've tried paleo. I've tried the whole 30. I've tried body for life for anybody that's old as me. Mm-hmm. I loved that by the way. That was awesome. <laughs> but I was 20 years old. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't gain weight if I, I was working yeah. out so much. I'm like, uh, I was ripped the whole time. I'm like, this is, this is amazing. But meanwhile, I was so young, you know, but I yeah. had a good pain. Anyway. So I think people need to get away from the idea that I can't eat carbs. You need carbs. Carbs yes. are lower in calories per gram than fat is yes you need it and they're the but same but there's as this like fear there's fear yeah well that the, look I think the, the, the number one thing is okay calories put in calories put out you know the deficit is your loss mm-hmm. you, but you, you can't the body has to go through its processes of breaking food down you know and at the end of the day you're gonna have the next day actually you're gonna see what you did the day before so you need to account for those calories. At first, I wouldn't worry about so much counting. I did all yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah, would just yeah. try to like look at look at the plate, break it up into thirds, or or you know favor maybe a little more carbs, a little you know protein and less fat, right? Like I would say, if the biggest piece of the pie should probably be carbs. Maybe if you want to make the carbs and protein similar and the fat less, you know the, how you break it up is really depends on your goal. But I think you do need all three. Yes. And uh, I tried to work out with primarily fat as a source and I wasn't good with that. Like not shit. with what I was doing. Yeah. Maybe like some workouts you can do that with, but not with cross. Well, like, like this whole keto thing now I'm like, no, it's such a disaster. It's, it's, like I don't agree with it yeah. at all. What's going to happen when you have to go to the real, real world type? Is that you're going to be able to maintain that? Well, I tell people if they want to do keto, then you have to be comfortable with never eating carbs again. You know, because I, just, I don't know, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do that. I, yeah, I just had a bagel before you got here. Yeah, <laughs> I was like trying to rush it so you wouldn't judge me. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I found a balance and I found a rhythm, but it took time to find the rhythm. Yeah, and I feel like having amassed all this experience and built all this muscle for 20 years, my body is a machine now. Yes, and I need to. I don't have to do the same things that I did before. When you're starting out and you're a novice, you have to put in more work. Like maybe not drink as much. Yeah, you got to make more sacrifices. Yeah, you yeah. got to probably train more. You got to eat. You know, you have to do more 
to get the same stimulus than when you're my age. My age, it's like, I don't have to do it. I was talking about the warm-ups. I don't yeah. have to do as If I just do a squat, a couple squats, my body's like, okay, we're going to yeah, work yeah, out. Yeah. Let's, let's it go. Let's used on. to it. Let's used to it. You yeah. know? It's yeah, like, yeah, it's like yeah. second nature. Yes. But that took time to do to, to, Well, to years. Go. Years. Years, decades, you so, know? <laughs> yeah. Diet now, for, I've, I've, done, I've been doing this fasting thing, which I love because, but it works with my lifestyle. Yes. Look at my lifestyle. I wake up. I'll do some programming or work in the morning. Then I'll go train, you know, till noon I'm, I'm empty, right? Yeah. But I'm training at that time. Now to do that in an office job, it might be a little harder. Yes. Because yeah. now you're like stressed out. You're like, you want to eat something because yeah, you're stressed yeah, yeah. out. It's different. Mm-hmm. There's an answer to that too. You can do uh, workforce, work site wellness. You can do work site fitness. You can literally get up at your desk and do squats and push-ups, And you don't have to build a sweat to get your heart rate up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find ways to cheat the system. You know, you just got to get into a routine and try things out. But uh, uh, I, I recommend, you know, definitely just finding, try, trying things out and finding a rhythm for your bite. And your life might change from year to year. Mm-hmm. So you might have to reinvent it, reevaluate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You know, like I'm going to go through a change now with Brit. We're going to be working yes. different. So like now yes. I'm like, I'm, oh, my biggest, stress, different schedule. My biggest yeah. stress is like, fuck, I go, how am I, yeah. gonna, how am I going to make this work? I'm like, I'm not thinking about, okay, how am I going to do the job? How am I going to do my program? Like, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to, I'm like, my diet, my workouts. Like, yeah, yeah. like that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I'm going to have to relearn how to do that. And hopefully I can take what I've learned thus far and maybe like, find a good solution but i'm gonna have to try some things out i might oh, yeah. like i might gain weight but like oh you know it's not working out. i gotta try something else out. exactly but, but the need and the thirst is there yes and I, I gotta keep like you know find looking for what it is you know that solution it, exactly so. and that's something that changes and i think it's important for women to know that like right now i'm eating more than i ever have in my life but i'm still getting leaner because the body, you can't, I don't think you can build muscle on like 1200 calories, No, you know? So yeah. I think it's important for women to know that you can't be afraid to eat. Yeah. Like if you're, if you feel starving, then eat something, you know what I mean? Sometimes now at night, like having more muscle on my body now, I just feel my body sort of burning, 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 and I'll eat like my normal dinner. And sometimes I have to have like a second dinner <laughs> because like yeah. I'm starving and then I, you know, I'm still getting leaner, you know, right. so I think it's just a testament to the fact that like, if you're strength training, you need to eat. Yeah. Um, if you have any resources for people, uh, we'll talk about your programs at the end, but like any books they can read, any, um, you know, websites that they can go to. Um, I like, I, I go to, I like testosterone nation strength sensei was really good. He, uh, Paula Quinn died. Though, oh so yes. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I still wonder how he died, but um, he was a really good, had a lot of great information. He might, his site might still be up. Um, I mean, there's a lot of training sites that I've come across in, in my life that I just, you know, they're just more like fitness gurus. And, mm-hmm. um, but I think I just kind of like this day and age, I just look for a topic and I just dig based on, dig into it. Dig into it. I just yeah. look and say, okay, well, what am I, you know, how to this. And then you Google it. Next thing you know, something comes up and then kind of leads you down a couple of different things and you look at some videos. And, um, but I think, I, I think it would be great for somebody to take a personal trainer certification. It's really, uh, if, you, if you can find a weekend course, mm-hmm. they're probably like between four and 600 bucks, depending on what you do. You don't have to take the test if you don't want to, but if you want to, guess what? You might have a new part-time job, which exactly. pays you great money yeah, on the yeah. side. Yeah, and yeah, like, wow, yeah. this is awesome. You might, might, might lead to something, but that can, give you a good insight as to like okay what is the fitness industry telling people telling trainers to tell us 
That yeah. might help you to get an inside track as, okay, well, if that's what they're telling them, educating them to tell us, well, why don't I just try that on myself and maybe you can help other people as well. Maybe it could lead to a new career. Um, I think that's great. I, like I said, I've done a lot of workshops and courses. I feel like the, I, I like it, I like personal touch. I like to be able to mm. see and hear the person yeah, talk yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then do some practical. Yes. I did uh, my first personal training was AFA and we actually did a workshop and it was amazing. I had a great time and I took the test and I was a trainer. Mm-hmm. I've done NASM, which was a home study. That was really hard. And that was like, I'm like, I suck at studying at home. Yeah. So I wound up spending hundreds of dollars renewing it and re- 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 um, extending it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I lost it. It was like a biggest waste of money. But then I, I wound up getting it again with this other um, kind of like, uh, this other kind of program that I got involved in. They kind of paid for us. So I think it would be good to, to do a, a personal training or just read the information, the books that they read. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You can find a manual from one of your personal trainer buddies and just yeah, look through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, because I think it's important to have that knowledge, yeah. to know why sure. things happen and to sure. have some sort of like foundation. Understand how the body is meant to move, you know, with exercise might help. You can look at some uh, exercise books that kind of break down the muscle in action. I think mm. that's great. That mm-hmm. Instagram has some really cool... Like uh, anatomy? Yeah, yeah. They kind of show the body moving. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah. this is what muscles are... So it helps to know. I mean, it's not as... Like I said, when you're starting out before, like I said before, like you start, you need more exercise to kind of get the same feeling because your body, your nervous system does not communicate in the same way as somebody who's on my level, you know, who's been doing it as long as I have. So you might need to know that, okay, well, I'm working, what muscles am I working now? Yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. people ask me that, like, yeah. you're doing a squat. And I'm like, is that a trick question? Yeah. And I'm like, I have to think about it. I'm like, okay, uh, your glutes, your quads. Yeah. I'm like, okay, good. That's what yeah. I'm feeling. Yeah. They're, they're like checking. Like, yeah, if I, yeah, yeah. If you know. If I know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> you're like, actually, okay, I don't so, know. Yeah. So it might help for you to know, okay, this is what you're working. Now do it. Do you feel that? Great. If not, then something's off. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, going yeah. on? Let's yeah. talk about what's going on. Yeah. So look at just boring informational stuff, you know? Um, and just, you know, spend some time. And you don't have to relearn that stuff every time just need to learn it once you know to look at it once learn it apply it now you're good you can Mm -hmm. kind of focus on something else you know exactly so yeah and the internet is great so much on the internet yeah you can go down a lot of rabbit holes with the information um something else that i ask everybody that's like pure selfishness for me is what would be your last meal if you were on death row i think I think uh, people that know me would say pizza, but probably pizza. I found this pizza in Amsterdam. Oh my god, it was the best! I, 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 I it was amazing. It was the thinnest crust. Uh huh. Thinnest crust. I never seen. You like thin crust? Honestly, I do, but I also like you know. I like thick. Sicilians. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was so much flavor in this little nothing. I was like, it's got to be the ingredients. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. And that it's goes back to like own. integrity with yes, the movements. Yes. Like, what's in your movements? Is it? It needs to be simple. And just repeatable. It's like simple, simple yes. things. So you don't yeah. have to be. Well, even with cooking and yeah. food, you know what yeah. I mean. Just really simple stuff. Yeah. You know? So I think I'm a pizza guy, and uh, I haven't really found amazing pizza in Miami yet. I have to say. I know. I found some decent pizza. Yeah, it's but, like, okay. I mean, pizza. Like I watched this this one movie, Threesome. Is like pizza's like sex. It's even even when it's not good, it's still pretty yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> so I'm not. I haven't really like. I'm a really bad critic, but I I think pizza would be one of my. Uh, when a, an ice Last. cream? Yeah, bur- yeah, burgers I love, but I'm a pizza. I like pizza. Like, yeah. It's just so satisfying. 
And what is the last question I ask everybody is what is the greatest advice that you've ever gotten? It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It can you just know, be something that's like made an impact on you. I, uh, I always, when I was younger, I was always like worried about what people thought, you know, cause I come from a culture where when you go to church, for instance, everybody's decked out and yeah, like you have to be dressed yes. and people are going to judge you. Yeah, and, yeah. Like he's like one day, like we're talking and you know, you know, being a person trained, you have to, you know, create new business. So you have to talk to people and you have to like go there Sales, and like get yeah, out of yourself, yeah, yeah. you know? And he was like, he just told me when he's like, Peter, you got to stop caring about what people think about you. And he, and I've probably heard it before, but the way he it said clicked. it, it just kind of clicked. And I was like, you know what? You're right, man. Um, so I just feel like just don't be afraid to, to be the first at something. Don't be afraid to be the only one doing something mm-hmm. as long as, that's what you want to do and, you, and it's the right thing to do. Um, you know, you know what I'm saying? So like, yes. just be a leader and do it for the right reasons and you might be the only one, but you know what? Sometimes it, it might change. It's eventually. okay. It's okay. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's not a big deal. It's not yeah. a big deal. You know? And I feel like so many people worry about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, we're all like aesthetic based yes. and we want to look good. And when really people are only worrying about themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Which is the funny thing. So, so this has been awesome. Awesome. I've learned so much. Thank you. Again, of course, my pleasure. (laughs) Let us know where we can find you online and where we can get your programming because you do a monthly thing. So tell us about what you do. So LiveWAD, live-wad.com is my site and um, it's a CrossFit it's a, it's a, I guess... It's more like functional more fitness. More like functional yeah. fitness. You know, I do... There's Olympic lifting. There are warm-ups. There's conditioning pieces, gymnastics. So it's basically a six-piece program. Warm-up, weightlifting, metabolic conditioning, accessory, gymnastics, and busy work. Busy work is my version of, like, just straight Still cardio. Like, oh, cardio. Just, like, okay. running or rowing or a combination of running and rowing. Okay. I got, I got my bar coming in today. I got delivery. Oh, okay. So uh, he's going to drop it off. So... Um, yeah, I think, so yeah, livewad.com is my site and I do a monthly program now through, I've had it up free for, for many years, but now I just started monetizing it. And for the people that have been following along there, if you sign up by the end of the year, you get it for half price, but in January, it's going to be normally about 30 bucks a month. Okay. I do a consulting agreement. So if somebody signs up for that, it's $50 a month and they'll be able to kind of have access to me mm-hmm. throughout the week. Okay video review questions, you know, things like that. So that's pretty much what I do now. Um, I've done some one-on-one personal training. I do put one-on-one personal training and I've done um, one-on-one uh, pro- pro- personalized coaching and programming, but that I don't do as much anymore. I'll do, I'll consider it for special uh, situations. Um, I might ask you for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Britt, what you am know, I going like to do? Writing a program for somebody. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. This is, I, I can probably do it. And I, and I would work with somebody to do that. You know, yeah, that yeah, way yeah. I can kind of take it, take it, take it from there, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm also entertaining doing some other more economical workouts that for people that have home gyms that have oh, equipment. Oh, amazing. Okay. You know? So like a dumbbells or have some dumbbells, like a, a ball. Rack, yeah. 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 You know, and a rower. So yeah, yeah, have, yeah. What can I do? Something simple. So yeah, you can get a, you can do a lot with a little amount of time if you have the equipment and you have the time and you have the you know your focus you know. So there's a um, my site right now is just basically caters to the, you know, well the athlete that wants a little bit of everything and mm-hmm. and their goal is you know competitive in nature but for somebody that just wants to um, improve. Olympic lifting or, or kind of have some great ideas for workouts or, or results some, or yeah, they can, they can, they can take 
pieces of this and, and run with it, you know, mm-hmm. and they can add it to whatever else they're doing as well. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it right now. And, um, I also have an Instagram. I post, you know, videos here and there. Um, but you're at yeah. coach Panos, right? Um, it's coach Panos, my main one. And I have live what I'm trying. Uh, my Instagram is at live underscore wad because I couldn't get the hyphen. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> well, we'll put everything in the show notes awesome. so cool. people will be able to link from there. Um, but I really appreciate it. Thank you. This was so this much was fun. Great. Thank you again. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com. Follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.